Away, you moldy rogue. Away. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Moldy Rogues podcast, where normally sane individuals deliberately lower their IQs for 25 minutes a week. Today, we shall be seeing the lumbering figure of Winston Churchill make his way into the historical rumble, and James and I will be having another round of Play Your Cards Height later on. You shall join us mid-chat as we discuss which mood music we should use for the show. Any attempt to confuse and dumbfound, we grasp with both hands. Okay, let's get to it. We must fight! I repeat it, sir! We must fight! The war is inevitable, and let it come. And let every other power know that this hemisphere intends to remain the master of its own house. That's one small step for man. Give me liberty, or give me death! This is the Haphazard Historical Rumble Part 4, currently being led by you, 2 to 1, which nobody is happy about. So it is your turn to choose between two of the top 100 historical figures in history. Give me the first randomly numerated number. The number is 40. Thomas Edison. Okay. Now, from my um, slim memories, uh, inventor of the light bulb, famously, um, um, the cheese grater, and the sausage, I think. Pretty much. He used to yeah. fly kites in storms. Huge kite flyer. And mm. your second option? 13. Climbing up the ladder. That is Elizabeth I of England. A woman. Hey, I'm up the beanstalk. Well, very much a double-edged sword for you, of course, being a massive woman hater. So it's a bit of a tricky one because she is a great historical figure. You have Lizzie the First as an option. So which of these two characters, he will go for the man, will you choose? Elizabeth the First. (laughs) Well... The vanquisher of the Spanish Armada. Yep. Rebuilder of Tudor Britain. Sure. The monarch who oversaw the literary revolution of William Shakespeare. Right. Or the bloke who invented the light bulb. <laughs> so, Thomas Edison? Nope. No, no. Elizabeth Elizabeth first. The first. Okay, you're going with Lizzie the First. This will be interesting. You know, I've not seen you handle a woman since that night in Bangkok. Anyway, give me a number for my first of two. Must be exhausting being so relentlessly funny. Uh, 68. That is John F. Kennedy. Oh. John Fitzgerald, Boston born. No way. Dan is going to be able to resist that. Who knows? Just because I've read several books on him, there's a chance I may go elsewhere. Give me another number, please. 
Well, your next number is, and I believe we've just had him, Thomas Edison, number 40. You're quite right. Uh, we will then bump up to 41, which is James I of England. Now, I know next to nothing about James I. I get an image of a man with a huge wig. Is there some truth in this? Uh, yes. Sure. Yeah. Anything else you've got? Yeah, do a bit of a deep dive. Do a bit of a deep dive. I'm seeing a wig. Oh, jaunty. Jaunty hat. James oh. the Sixth and the First. Oh, all right. Take it back. He was King of Scotland as James the Sixth and King mm-hmm. of England as James the First. You see, he should have gone James the Seventh for both. James the First brought an end to the House of Tudor, the first um, Stuart monarch. Interestingly, yeah. he succeeded from none other than Elizabeth the First. So. Ah, your friend. Continuation. He, yeah, he was the great-grandson of Henry VIII, thus a potential successor to Elizabeth. Yeah, no, it's not going to happen. So I'm going to go with my friend, the first Catholic president of these United States of America, John Fitzgerald Kennedy. This feels like, I mean, we've had some battles, but this feels like the first proper Historical titans. Yes, yeah. Because every other one is it's been some guy who invented the post office or something, or a guy who's good at maths. This is the first time that it's been two truly world famous individuals. Give me a number for the category. Okay, so the category is 19. Swordsman. Who has dated who? Which of these two characters has had the most... I'm trying to find a non-cancellation way of putting it. Who's dated the most? Did you say romps? Lovers is what I said. Oh, right. Okay. okay. More me than you, I think, Matt. The most lovers... Well, it's it's clearly Kennedy. The man was uh, an infamous swordsman. Yeah, that's true. I can't really argue with that. Yeah. That's actually one of the most one-sided ones we have had. Elizabeth, famously a uh, the Virgin Queen, of course. Okay, we will spin for new characters a number. 91. Oh, you've given me a stinker. I have Dante Alighieri. So I can choose between our friend Dante Alighieri, as his pals yeah. called him, Big D. Um, give me another number. Right up the beanstalk, number 10. Ooh, you've given me a stronger character. This, Thomas Jefferson, as you know. Uh, famous. Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> American statesman, diplomat, lawyer, architect, philosopher, and founding father. Yeah. Um, And I believe invented the light bulb as well. Okay. So I'm guessing Thomas Jefferson will be facing. Well, possibly. The the man was a famed swordsman, wasn't he? He spent a lot of time in France. He was the French ambassador. Dante, I know nothing about. So sorry, Dante. It is going to be Tommy J. Give me a number for your first possible opponent. 70. William the Conqueror. 
Do you have any base knowledge of Billy the Sea? Yes. Now, what's interesting now. about William the Conqueror? Norman. Norman the Norman Conqueror. King. Oh, right. Norman the Conqueror, 1066, comes over to the UK, defeats Harold in sure. the Battle of Hastings, arrow through the eye. Well, then he goes on to basically assert his dominance across what is now known as England, stops short of the north of the country, famous, of course, for building a number of great English historical buildings that still exist today, such as Lincoln Cathedral. Buckingham Palace. He didn't uh, build Buckingham Palace, did he? No. Excellent. All right, give me another number. 35. This is a lesser-known English historical character, Mr. Winston Churchill. Ah, well. Is that the sound of you becoming tumescent? Uh, Don't keep this out of the (laughs) spotlight. Well, it's two English titans. Yes. But I'm going to have to go for Winston, obviously. What is your base level knowledge of generally considered the greatest, uh, greatest of Great Britain's? <laughs> generally, the greatest. Uh, half American. The lower half. Used to you used to take cocaine lozenges with Queen Victoria as a boy. No, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe Churchill was the Secretary of the Navy during the First World War. Nah, I think you find he was an admiral, not a secretary. <laughs> he was the admiral of the navy during the First World War, and he looked a lot like a plump baby. This is true. Thank you for that. Different facts for different needs. Good. Excellent. All right, give me a number for the category which I will whip you with. We are going for 14. Which of these two gentlemen would have their own brand of perfume? Go on. Do your Thomas Jefferson perfume. Well, it's going to have to be Thomas Jefferson. Spent his formative years in France, surrounded no, by the greatest perfumiers of a perfume in history. Or it doesn't right. count. Not interested in the first president of the United States. The second, too boring for you. Go for third. The perfume of the third president. What's it called? It's third. That's why I said go for third. His presidential perfume would be called third. His nickname was That's... Silent Member. Actually, let, no, okay. We'll go for his perfume will be called Silent Member for when a noisy <laughs> member just won't do. What do you think? Why has he yeah. got such a camp perfume advert? It's, listen, he Silent was... member. <laughs> so when a noisy member simply will not do. <laughs> All right, Churchill, you drunk tart. What's his going to smell like? Liquor. Cigars. <laughs> All right, mate. Don't, don't smirch the name of the greatest ever Brit. Blending the finest fragrances. <laughs> Hang on, hang on, hang on. You're going to take a deep breath. (laughs) Okay. A subtle blend of cigars, cognac, and destiny. This is Finest Hour, the new fragrance from Churchill. Subtle. You think Churchill's been in a room smoking? 
What's that subtle blend of uh, cigar smoke? <laughs> right, no, what would you rather wear? <laughs> Finest Hour or Silent Member? <laughs> Are you wearing that Silent Member? Well, I don't like <laughs> to talk about it. but uh, Exactly. It's a bit much for a birthday present alone, but for birthday and Christmas combined, I'm going to get you the Silent Member box set. It's got a shower about- as well. <laughs> exactly. Shower gel, cravat, maybe a jaunty hat of some kind. So what's that? I mean, I, I did. I, that's a very good question. What is that? With my absolute to, screamer of a goal I'm there. Just trying to think. Churchill famously would start drinking at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. He would kick in with the brandies around noon. Cigar smoking all day long. He's going to stink, isn't he, by the end of the day? Yep. Whereas Thomas Jefferson, coming from his 17th century French brothel, is going to smell amazing. All right. All right. For the sake of expediency, I will give you that. For the sake of your resounding victory, I will give you that. What do you mean? I thought we could do with some music in the background. When you're trying to work out how tall Pol Pot is, I thought we could do with some dramatic music in the background. Countdown style. Yeah, but I thought Countdown itself is a bit done. But yes, Countdown style. Start with the 30-second timer with Jeopardy thinking music. So this is to go in the background while you're thinking of heights. lounge version of the countdown too but now try one minute countdown see which one you prefer while you're thinking of heights oh that definitely yeah yeah that doubt good good that's a million pound drop just too relaxed and i think to be honest given that we've tried the game and i know now what it entails i think this would just heighten my anxiety even further yes perfect Okay, so we will go with a one-minute countdown for that. Could you have a look at trumpet fanfare sound effects? There's three different trumpets on there for when you get... Classic. All right, that's option one. Option two. (laughs) That's option three. It's a classic. I think. So we. Oh. Let's go with number one, I think. Number one? Play, Play number one again. 
There we go. All right, you'll get that in a round of applause if you get any heights correct. Let's have a go, shall we, at another practice round, this time with all the sound effects and fanfare of Play Your Cards Height. Sure, let's try another one. All right, okay. Also, to help you out a little bit, of the 39, we've got the tallest celebrity is 196. So you can make a note of that. Never go higher than 196. I will tell you we have multiple 196. And the shortest we have is 152. I'm just flirting with having a panic attack (laughs) for playing this game. (laughs) Once again, I will give you an easy start. I'm going to give you Rosa Parks. Okay. <laughs> Freedom bus thief Rosa Parks, I will tell you. Uh, she ended up stealing the bus. I don't remember that part of the story. But. I, I think it was like Speed, wasn't it? Yeah. She was like Sandra Bullock character in Speed. Yeah. Dennis Hopper had planted a bomb <laughs> on it as well as her not giving up her seat. It was all kicking off. I will tell you Rosa Parks, one hmm. of, if not the... Oh, no, no. There is somebody who's 152 centimetres. So you can make a note of that. Never go below 152. But... Danny DeVito. Maybe. You've got Rosa Parks is 161 centimetres tall. Give me a number between 1 and 39. 37. Oprah Winfrey. So is Oprah Winfrey shorter or taller than Rosa Parks? Two icons for black history. What do you think? Yeah. I'd say she's taller. Give me a number, because if you get it perfectly correct, you get a spare Uh, life. 164. So you think she's three centimetres taller than Rosa Parks? Think about what you're asking me there. (laughs) You are asking me, with a degree of incredulity, <laughs> if I might add as well, like, seriously, James, you only think that Oprah Winfrey is three centimetres taller than Rosa Parks. What have you been smoking, my friend? Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. I, I have no other frame of reference, so yeah. Seriously, yeah. You are through to the next round. She's 168. I think it was ah. having been born 50 years after. That is always going to give you a height boost. Uh, well, not it always, was, uh, as Edward yeah. IV proved. Excellent. So you have matched your previous best. You've got one out of the necessary seven. Give me another number and try and avoid Declan Donnelly. Bring back the magazines, I say. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go for 19. 19. Charlie. Chaplin. Ah, okay. 
capping taller than Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey, 168 centimetres tall. Uh-huh. Is Charlie Chaplin shorter or taller than Oprah Winfrey? I think this is a bit of a red herring because I think he appears short. But actually, I think he's probably taller than Oprah Winfrey. Um, I think he's probably 175. Please do not ask me any more questions about it. It's the wrong answer. Let us sit upon the carpet and tell sad stories. No, he was a dwarf. That's why he looks so small. He's 163 centimetres. He's the same size as Rosa Parks. Um... He is two centimetres taller than Rosa Parks. It's a crying shame, isn't it? Well, that's it for our second practice go. James, you were as terrible as you were in the first run through, but at least we had a go at the bells and whistles. Next time, we can only hope you leap beyond that tricky hurdle of one on your journey to seven. And that is your lot for this week. Next week, we shall do the decent thing and kill off the historical rumble and get down to the nitty-gritty in play your cards height. Until then. Take it easy, guys. Mm-hmm.